Hey, I'm so excited to dive in to the May forecast with you. Oh, this one was so fun. I love connecting with Casey, our resident astrologer, human design expert, and herbalist. She's got so many hats. Um, I absolutely adore Casey, and I know you guys do too. And today we had such a beautiful conversation and really quite insightful around how to navigate the cosmic energies and forecast for the next month, as well as wisdom and support from the Akashic Records. This month is really supporting you to have some rapid growth, to shed pretty much all the things that are not yours, to be fully embodied. And there's some big shifts starting with um, Venus going into Aries on May 2nd, which is going to be so nice. There's so many planets that are moving into Aries and it's going to help you see things more clearly and take more aligned action. And, you know, the massive change that's coming up astrologically for the year, as well as just for being a human being on this planet, this month is helping you get real, set the tone, support yourself to really step into your own practices, your own embodiment, your own truth and wisdom so that you can move forward through the constantly changing world with a more intentional outlook. Now, I'm really, really grateful to share with you. I was going to read you something more, but I just want to say that Raven and Crow are allies for the month of May. And so you could always look those up and see what representation they share in your own life. And there are links in the show notes below. One for devotion, my intimate group program for healers and coaches and magical, empathetic humans who are caretakers, who are really ready to step in and do the work and shift from achieving to receiving and have that accountability and that support to stay the course, to trust your inner wisdom and trust that inner guidance and really let that be what guides you through the decision-making process throughout your life. And of course, to welcome more wealth in radically illogical ways. Also in the show notes below, we have Casey Denae's freebie around Mercury retrograde. And we are at the time of this recording entering into the shadow period. You're definitely going to want to download that, check it out. It's really helpful understanding how to navigate and get the most out of these retrograde periods. And then she also has a freebie that's in the show notes below for um, knowing the best times for launching if you are a business owner. All right. Well, I think that's all of the notes. I will see you on the other side with the lovely and amazing Casey Denae. This is Welcoming Wealth, spiritual nourishment for the magical soul. This podcast is for the coach, healer, and mystical creative who is in it for more than just the money. If you are here to share your gifts in a way that brings healing and support to others, and you're ready to receive more and welcome more wealth mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually into your life, then you're in the right place. I'm your host, Meg Thompson, Kashuk Record teacher, Reiki master, multi-dimensional business coach, 
on a mission to support fellow powerful humans to step into your worthiness, deservingness, and to welcome more wealth. Welcome everybody to Welcoming Wealth. I am your host, Meg Thompson, and I have the amazing astrologer and all things, because she's not just an astrologer, Casey Denae. Casey, thanks for being here. It's always a joy. Yeah. I'm excited to dive into May. I feel like I'm so happy. My daughter, I have daffodils here that my daughter just picked for me and ran over to me as I was coming to get on the call. She's like, here, mommy, I love you. Oh, oh my gosh. It's like core memory type moment. Oh, so sweet. You're so beautiful. I know. I know. How are things over by you? Has the weather shifted? Are you getting spring? Oh yeah. Well, we're getting like, um, our daffodils are gone. Um, we're actually in lilac bush season. Uh, the peonies are, I'd say another two weeks out, but we're going into another freeze tonight, which is always interesting. Cause like we have the high tunnel and so you have to cover everything, like put the plants to bed. Um, and then of course, you know, seeing how many peaches and apples we get out of things. Cause they're of course blooming and then frost and looks like it's going to be a low season for fruit. So <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We've had a lot of that here too. All of the cherry blossoms are like popping off right now. And it snowed like two days ago. Yeah, yeah, it might not be a good season for fruit, but that's okay. because It'll make what is there much more special. And mm-hmm. for sure. Cool. Well, so why don't you get us off with May. How are, how are are things looking for as we're entering into tourist season and all of that? I'm so curious and excited. Yeah. Well, it's funny because as we're going into May, we're of course, mostly going to be in tourist season, but we're actually having some pretty major shifts into Aries. That being Jupiter, who's been hanging out in Pisces for months and months is moving into Aries. Um, as well as Venus and Mars. So when we're thinking about this from the astrological perspective, our two main planets of receiving, that being Jupiter, which we think of as, uh, if Jupiter, it rules a little bit more of the philosophical. So it's kind of like a higher octave kind of mindset stuff when you finally, like your belief system finally opens you up to receiving pretty massively um, versus Venus, which is more of like a transactional (laughs) receiving energy. And they're both moving into Aries, which is very much there to help us be more courageous to really start new things. And then also get a massive handle on our desires. Um, when we talk about the mythology of Aries, it's this moment of like, your consciousness has to take over and rein in what you actually, where you're putting your energy. So, yeah. Oh, wow. I love that. So when, when do we move, when does Jupiter and Venus start to move into Aries? 
Uh, Venus begins in Aries on May 2nd. Jupiter goes May 9th. Um, and then Mars will actually see at the end of the month on May 24th. And that, of course, is super exciting because we've had Mars in Pisces for a while now. And that's very much, it can almost feel like you're drowning if you're like when you're trying to get stuff done. And the moment that Mars ticks into Aries is, first off, Mars is, uh, Aries is ruled by Mars. So this is this big surge of energy. And it's actually really unique because on that day, May 24th, the moon is also conjunct Mars. And so when we're thinking of planets, what do you think of whenever your motivation gets kind of shot down? It's an emotional issue, right? It's when you're like, oh, I'm having a bad day and you can't tap into that energy. And so to have the two of them together is like, this is go time again. This is like, and I know I've talked about that previously because I wanted you guys to be seeding before we moved into retrograde season. But this is kind of like from what you've been seeding back in January through February and the kind of beginnings of March, this is when you're going to start doing the labor attached to it. This is when you're like, oh, I've had this idea for weeks, months, and now I'm actually going to be able to jump in and actually start creating something and have more energy attached to it. Mm, well, I love hearing that. That always feels really good. <laughs> <laughs> I took a nap yesterday. I had a full work day and I was like, actually, I'm going to not work the rest of the day and take a nap. <laughs> yes. Yes. My little projector heart says, oh, good for you, Meg. <laughs> yeah, it was so good. It was so good. My daughter like gave me the face too. Don't you want to hang out with me? I'm like, I love you. I want to hang out with my pillow. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm sure everybody listening, that probably feels so good. Like, gosh, I've had all these ideas. I can immediately, when you said like, have you felt at all? Like you have these ideas, you have the, you're ready to go. And then you're drowning when it comes to the action. Mm-hmm. I, I personally am so ready for that to be uplifted. Cause it almost feels a little foggy, you know, like that foggy energy. And we talked a lot about Neptune, Pisces and mm-hmm. Jupiter last month. And I often yeah. think of like Neptune bringing in that kind of fogginess as well. For sure. And I mean, that's fair. It's kind of like the fogginess that you're going through right now. And this is relevant up until that May 23rd um, or 24th when the, when Mars shifts is that there to tell you what you should be focusing on, right? When something's coming through, even through the fog, that's important and you should pay attention to it. And so one of the, like the deepest practices that you can be in around your motivation from this, especially from a spiritual perspective is like, if you're feeling foggy, surrender the whole project, surrender everything that you're considering and literally ask whatever's not supposed to be coming through, um, to stop coming through, let it stop showing up in your consciousness. That way that when you step in that May 24th, you've got a clean slate, a clear plan and a focus. (laughs) Amen. Amen. I mean, that is like, to me, that's that spirit led life Mm -hmm. that I come home to again and again and again all the time, because gosh, our conditioning can be so like, go, 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 do, do, do. Maybe Mm -hmm. you need to fix something about you since you're not clear. And it's actually like, (laughs) "Mm, 
No, that's not the case. There's nothing wrong with you. Um, I keep thinking about like rejection is God's protection, you know, like sometimes those things. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) It's so juicy. Right. Um, yeah. Okay. So I want to bring in like the first week through the Akashic records. I just want to share the beauty of this. So on the day that Casey and I are doing this recording, I've been basically journeying all day with different clients. And then as I sat down to go into the Akashic records, a Raven flew right over my head outside. I like could feel the wind beat over my head. I was like, (laughs) okay. (laughs) Nice. So that was really cool. Um, so the first week of may I have triumph, let the first week of may, uh, the first week of may it's time to celebrate your inner victories. They have manifested external results and there are more external results to come. Mm-hmm. Check your discomfort threshold. Where is it dialed? When is it activated? Discomfort and pain are as much a part of the growth process as change, transformation, and beauty are. The window for connecting with pleasure is open. The breeze is filling your inner sanctum. What lives at your sacral chakra? That was a question. Let's try that again. (laughs) What lives at your sacral chakra? Is it filled with clutter or is it clear and open? Is it luscious and sensual? It's a great time to work with that chakra and to explore that space. This is where you hold trauma and baggage. And it's also where massive creative potential lives. Have you felt the call to be creative, to create and make, to bring those ideas and visions into form? Now is a good time to play with creation or be played by creation. Let yourself free, paint, have sex, play, draw, connect, create mandalas, build, touch, taste, savor. The senses are alive. Tune in. Mm, I love that. It's just that piece of play with creation or get played by creation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think what comes through, and I'm not going to, there's not specific days for this. This is just kind of the energy that we're under between the eclipses, as well as the transitioning of Jupiter. And more specifically, we have the Mars, May 3rd, (laughs) we have Mars sextile Uranus and Jupiter sextile um, Pluto. And funny enough, like Jupiter sextile Pluto is one of the like main wealth indicators. I think both like Bill Gates and Elon Musk have it, or they have it in a trine. Of course, you know, these two behemoth planets of, of power and growth together. Um, but what's happening is first off, there's a change in our money system, but that change in like everyone's talking about the change of the money system, but what they're not talking about is anytime we have a shift, right? Anytime we have this major movement happen, there is a opportunity for rapid expansion rapid expansion. And we're also seeing this with the, no gosh, what was it? It was actually this month. It was April. It's coming up. It's something that's in my daily forecast coming up. Um, But it's actually about a port of, we're looking for a growth in this 
monetary change of people who are consciously wealthy, people who have are consciously moving up the power ladder, who are like, we're setting the stage for, I can't, I keep saying this, but for the next several centuries slash millennium, like mm-hmm. it's no small thing to be able to grow right now. And one of the best ways to grow right now is through service. And that, again, that's the surrendering piece. That's the, I'm, you know, and I know Meg, you believe this as well. Like one of the biggest ways is just, it's just, just show up and serve, get out of your way. It's not about you. It's not about what you want. Like allow creation to come through you and creation will let you know what's, what wants to come through you by what excites you, what lights you up and just allow it. And don't try to make the big gigantic plan right now. Just go do it. Enjoy it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, which feel a lot like, you know, those higher aspects of Taurus too, right? Like enjoying and serving and pleasure and like wanting to just love up on all the people and all the things, right? But then I immediately think of also those like shadowy sides that so much of us, everyone here probably listening has is like the controlling and the trying to like the stubbornness of like, I don't want to do it right now. I'd rather, you know, wallow in my own fear, (laughs) which nobody actually really wants. (laughs) Right. Well, I think there's in, in the forms of Taurus, and this is even more important because we're having this axis in the eclipse that's happening. So we have the end of um, April is the Scorpio eclipse. And then we end with the Taurus new moon eclipse on May 16th or opposite. Sorry, excuse me. Switch that around. Um, And so what's being happening in this is basically like, so what you were talking about with the the lower aspects or the shadow aspects of Taurus is Taurus is either like you get to surrender, let go, release, enjoy, actually physically enjoy this isn't like mentally talking yourself into it you know it's not like I'm loving this right now when you're actually not like you actually need to feel the tips of your toes and like actually Mm -hmm. enjoy the pleasure sensations but what happens is when you find that sweet spot and something feels really good is Taurus energy can go you need to hang on to it you need to hold on to it tight this happens with money this happens with lovers this happens with all the different how your house is your couch whatever it's just oh you have to hold on so 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 tight to that or nothing's ever going to feel that good again and that's bullcrap right so and it will actually become way more painful if you try to hold on to it and so what's happening with this eclipse axis is this first off are you willing to not know what pleasure looks like for you and continue to explore it continue to stay present that's what we were talking about with with the creation piece is it's not What's going to get you pleasure? Because that never works. It's what feels good to do right now. And are you going to do that thing even when it scares you? And then the other thing is because we have the Scorpio access, and I'm going to go ahead and talk about it. The May 16th Scorpio um, full moon eclipse is where does shame, guilt, frustration, disbelief, where does constriction stop you from feeling pleasure in the moment. A lot of times this has to do with the past and, or taking on other people's energies. Um, 
And so this isn't going to be comfortable. (laughs) Things are going to come up and stick you and jab you and make your heart sink and make you go, oh, I can't feel good right now. And the most, words are not coming, growth thing you can do right now is to continue to find that pleasure, whatever it looks like in that moment. There's no recipe. Mm -hmm. There is no recipe. There is only trial and error. Yeah. Yeah. I would like piggyback on that and say trial and error and like deep, deep self trust, right? Taking that time to, to listen to your inner wisdom more often than you listen to the external world, you know, and, and we can say that as much, I could say that until I'm blue in the face, but (laughs) our external world is so loud. And that's why those practices are so important to clear and to come home to what's true for you. Like I've said so many times in in my parenting, like if I could teach my daughter to trust her internal navigation system more than she trusts other people outside of herself, I have done my job as a mother. And I, and I'm really like, as like the mother and holding that Virgo sense, I feel the same way for my clients, right? Mm -hmm. If I could not necessarily teach them, but hold them in like, yeah, that wisdom's the smart one. Let's listen to that one. Let's (laughs) listen to her. She knows what's up, you know, not what your mom is saying, not what your dad told you you had to be like, let's listen in there. Cause she's got crazy amount of wisdom nuggets. Absolutely. Um, Yeah. And I think where, especially where your genius comes in, that's invaluable is this part of like, you learn your wisdom through action and reflection, <laughs> you know, and that's the other piece of that Aries energy is it's all fine and good to when you're sitting there and you're going, I think I'm going to do something. I think I'm going to make the moves. And that's wonderful. And it's a valuable place to be in and take as much time in it as you need. But there comes a point where you've got to put your feet in the fire feel the heat of the kitchen and you want someone there to hold you when you go, Oh, that was actually the wrong choice. I actually listened wrong. I hear myself better now. What do I do in this sucks? And it feels weird. And Meg is the one that gets to be that like your Virgo mama that is like, well, (laughs) let's find a way to never do that again. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I love you. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I I just in sharing what you were sharing before about, you know, what excites you trusting what excites you, right? Like you said, it's all good and fine when you're like sitting on your meditation cushion or sitting inside your house and being like, Ooh, that's exciting. Right. But when it comes to that action piece, I call it being scared sighted, right? When you're like, (laughs) Oh, I'm excited, but I might pee a little. Well, and you know, there's something, of course, I'm not a scientist, but um, I'm thinking to, I think it's Dr. Joe Dispenza um, talks about how the body doesn't tell the difference between fear and excitement. So you can literally Mm -hmm. just breathe your way into, like, that's one of my favorite things now. It's like, I'm not scared. I'm excited. Unless my husband tries to get me to like, do something that involves heights that he loves to do. And I have learned from my intuition that I like to be on the ground. And I don't want to get myself excited about that at all. <laughs> Both are valuable, but 
Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. So good. Um, okay. So another little piece that's pretty random, but has been coming through really strong as a teaching for me and my clients right now that I want to share with everybody else is it's a shielding practice. So one of the things that a lot of us are navigating, especially if you're like hypersensitive, hyper in tune, really empathetic is what we might call energy vampires or just like energies that feel like they're sucking the life force out of you. And you might not even be able to know or pinpoint where it's coming from. And from what I can see and understand is that a lot of these energies kind of feed off the back of your chakra system. So your past, your past emotions, your past thoughts and beliefs, right? And, and they can spin you into a loop. And so say you're holding a lot of like past resentment in your heart and from previous experiences, and you're trying to grow and move forward, but there's no real protection there or healing. Although I know a lot of people here have done a lot, um, but that resentment can get really stirred up and then it gets you into a loop and you're like, I thought I healed this. Why is this here again? Why am I feeling like this? Um, and I'm not going to go too deep into it, but there are like over cultures and kind of these powers that be that really like you in that spinned out space, because when you're in that spinned out space, you can't like straight up do your magic and mm -hmm. all of your gifts go offline. Mm -hmm. And so your psychic abilities, your tune, like your ability to tune in, trust your intuition is offline. Right. And you, and then you're, you know, you know, what can happen there. So <laughs> what I suggest is placing just mirrors. You don't have to physically put a mirror there, but imagine placing mirrors on the back of all of your chakras and anything that's trying to feed off of your past energies can only see itself. Mm. It can no longer access you. And this is a shield. This is an energetic shield. I just got full body chills. Apparently that really needed to be shared. So please utilize that practice. Everybody who, who that resonates with, you know, this, this is potent time for protecting yourself and keeping your sovereign magic inside of your body. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, in just in general, when you're trying to make moves, it's much easier to do when you're all there. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. 150%. Yep. Um, okay, cool. So let's look at the second week of the Akashic forecast, which is, so I have Jupiter question mark. And then you said that, <laughs> didn't you say that something's happening on the ninth? Yes. Jupiter is moving into Aries on the ninth. Yes. Mm -hmm. I love that. I love how that tunes in. Okay. So this week, we are all still experiencing expansion from the last month. You are expanding what is real to you and what has likely evolved over the last few months. Keep your mind and heart open and keep your eyes and attention on your own path. Blinders on, focus activated. Create a safe space to enjoy, be, express, create in your own home. Think like a creative corner. Come back and play here often, especially when fear and doubt creep in. This week, you are being gifted the gift of sight to see clearly, free from conditioning, free from overculture. 
What is the life you want? How do you dream to interact with the world? What are you letting go of as you welcome these deeper, more authentic parts of you into reality? Welcome them. Healing doesn't have to be painful and filled with overthinking. Can your pure enjoyment of now be healing? Yes. Yes, it can. Love that. I love that so much. Yeah. So that second week of March, of course, is the Jupiter going into um, Aries. Oh my gosh. I just don't want to move ahead this year. There's like, I'm just like, no, let's just stay here talking about the whole Taurus problem. It's comfortable here right now. Um, no, but that Jupiter and Mars and the Aries. So one of the things with that, when we're looking at the mythology of Aries from the Hercules myth is basically Hercules comes out in Aries and learns the lesson of Aries by going and chasing down these horses, which represent when your desires are running wild, right? And I know, like, especially in manifestation culture, you know, there's so much emphasis on what you can bring into your outer world without a lot of emphasis on how your inner world's going to respond to that. And, you know, and I'm sure you have this too, Meg, where a lot of the people that I look up to from the manifestation world have lives that I would never want to live. Like, please don't ever make me go live in a high rise. I don't want that, (laughs) you know, please don't take away my farm. Um, does not feel good, right? Exactly. And so when we're in that is like when your desires are running rampant, especially because some of those desires may not actually be from you. There's stuff that you picked up from social media. There's stuff that you picked up from your parents or ancestral or whatever. They are pulling your energies away from you. So one mm. of the most potent things to do with the, the Jupiter and Aries is to actually pull yourself back and rein in your horses. But here's one of the biggest pieces of that myth is that Hercules had a friend with him, which represents our subconscious. And we go, oh, here's subconscious. Take my desires, you hold them. And the subconscious is just like jelly armed and just lets it all go again, right? So part of this is you, a practice during this time is making sure you're pulling yourself every day back to what is actually most important to you. And it may not be the physical reality. There is something setting the tone for the like, uh, Polar reference. It's not even from what's in her course, but just always dropping Polar. Um, but setting that, that tone for what you want to feel internally is just as powerful as what something you want to pull in physically. Um, and then also May the 10th, we have Mer- Mercury officially goes retrograde. And I, you know, I do of course have a cool freebie, which I'm going to give the link to Meg for, because I've updated it because I had like an hour and a half to do so. Um, it's specifically for Mercury retrograde, but it breaks it down way better. So yay. Um, I did have somebody reach out to me though, and was like, I've got 13 aspects during this Mercury retrograde. And I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Um, so if that's one of you, what I suggest is like, you can snap a picture of like the description of the aspects and put it in your phone for that day so that, you know, each day you can tune in and actually pay attention to what's going on, especially if you have a lot of lessons, but this Mercury retrograde overall is transforming emotional control 
into growth. I mean, a big part of this, big part of all this, and you know, there's, there's a difference between feeling your emotions, holding space for the whole range of feelings and, and letting your emotions rule you. Right. So what we're learning right now is if you want to get from A to Z, if you have someplace you want to be, there's something you want to accomplish, something you desire authentically to you, you got to learn some emotional mastery. This is gone are the days of, I'm just going to do what I want whenever I want it. I think like circa 2016 Instagram. Um, (laughs) I still see that all the time. I didn't want to do anything today. So I just took a bath or whatever, you know, and I'm like, okay, well, I understand, you know, um, but I, I often don't want to do a lot of the things that I have to do every day. Like when my husband, my son's potty training and he's in, not in a diaper and he poops his pants. That's fun. But you know, <laughs> I gotta yeah, do you it. gotta do that. <laughs> <laughs> right. But you know, even stuff like I always go back to the farming, like you know, I, it's about to be, I have a crazy in May. I do the whole entire cut flower garden. It's thousands and thousands of seeds. Do I wake up and go, yes, I want to be in massive pain because I want to plant seeds today. Absolutely not. But I do want sunflowers. I want sunflowers. So I am going to go plant the seeds and make the most of that moment. And that is what we're learning. You know, there's, there's, again, there's so much room for growth right now. There's so much room for growth and just life altering changes in the most positive way and really bringing forward people who are, have done this healing work and this consciousness work into leadership. It's not always going to be comfortable. You got to do the, you got to do the work. Yeah. Yeah. Chop wood, carry water, chop wood, (laughs) carry water. Yeah. Yes. yes. And I would piggyback on that. I mean, this is not even from the Akashic records. This is just straight up for me. Like make sure you keep up with your daily practices. Those oh, need yeah. to become like non-negotiable, you know, like, okay, if you miss a day, you miss a day, but taking care of yourself mm-hmm. so you can serve is paramount. It is so Boy. important. And especially for like, if you're saying like emotional control into growth, I don't know about you, but when I don't do my daily practices and I just go into my day, I'm more likely to fly off the handle than any other day. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Hands down. Super, super important. And, but like one of those things for me though, and I'm not sure if this is true for you, I'm sure it is. But like, I actually found, I was so focused on like, it needs to be a spiritual practice. But what I Mm. found is like vacuuming my floor every single day keeps me Mm. chill. And I'm like, okay, this is just as important as this is valuable as a spiritual practice, as much as it is a cleaning practice. Yeah. 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 I feel that. I, I feel that with like movement because I need to like move my body every day. If I don't, I get really crunchy, like in all the ways, but it's not always (laughs) the most spiritual practice, right? Like it's not, but it's like a non-negotiable for me. Like, all right, I need to move my body today. today. That's non-negotiable. Absolutely. It's going to look different for everybody, but you need to know what yours, everybody is or Mm -hmm. not. 
you know what I'm saying. Your practices for your is unique to everybody. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, <laughs> and I, I think, you know, coming back to the spiritual thing, it doesn't, of course it doesn't have to be spiritual, but as long as it connects you back to you, mm-hmm. then that's it. That's the most important thing. You know, as long as you're like in your own energy and then you feel full to go forth mm-hmm. in your day to do other things, there it is. It could journal, yeah. you can masturbate, you could, you know, clean the floor, whatever it is, whatever you got to do, do it. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Okay, cool. So let's look at week three, what I have over here. Um, interesting. So that's when we move into Mercury retrograde, basically. Um, and I didn't say this before, but I am going to say it now. Definitely check out that freebie. It's in the show notes below. Um, super helpful. And I love that how Casey really talks about working in the shadow times, like before you're fully in depth into the deep, oh, there's ants on me, deep, dark um, <laughs> space of Mercury. Not like it's dark, but you know, just prepping from the shadow space into Mercury retrograde. She, you know, she just offers so much potent, really practical, tangible, useful information. So, and I haven't seen the updated, so I'm excited to see that. Oh, yeah. Very good. Um, okay. So week three is activation station. You will encounter opportunities to be highly activated <laughs> to the extent that you will be extremely uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. This is transformation. In this moment, you can choose to be activated and embodied or activated and disembodied. Everyone benefits when you stay embodied, do your work, keep up your practices. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Yeah. So the, the beginning of week three is the Scorpio full moon eclipse and yeah, it's probably going to be activating because it's going to bring up, like I said, the shame, the guilt, especially comes up with this. And then also this can just show up as constriction because it's showing up as Saturn energy. Um, and then also, you know, the opportunity for releasing during this and, you know, I'm not big on moons. Like I'm not a, I'm not a big, like full moon ceremony person, but this one is actually one where I'd be like, full moon ceremony, (laughs) like definitely do some healing and releasing work around this because, you know, when we talk about eclipses, you're, you're basically getting rapid upgrade opportunities. And this is especially so if that full moon or new moon, the eclipse is like conjunct one of your planets, which if you go to astroseek.com, um, it'll actually show you all 12 months of lunations and tell you if it's close to anything in your chart. And that's just the easiest way to do that. Um, but it's essentially going as you move into this gorgeous opportunity, this Torian comfort, wealth, pleasure, presence, can you release the crap from the past? Can you release mm-hmm. the places and especially the structures in your life that holds you back from that. Oh my gosh. So good. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, we were talking about this before. Oftentimes we hold on to things that even like strategies and structures that were useful at some point, but Mm -hmm. are no longer useful. 
And so it just intuitively feels like this is going to be an opportunity to release some of those things as well. Right. Like, I mean, I know we're personally like releasing our home and releasing our like really big things. Wow. <laughs> I know. I know. And, oh, I wanted to share this other thing that you, you, we talked about like, um, Taurus, sometimes you can hold on so tight to even the good things. And a little mantra that I have for myself, and I'm really having to say it a lot lately is like this or better, it gets to be this or it gets to be better. You know, I'm open to that. Absolutely. Uh, Yes. Yes. Um, whole other side thing that I'm going to keep myself from on there. Um, (laughs) but that's the energy that we're going through. And one of the biggest pieces, even like your posture for Saturn mm-hmm. is like, if you hear news or you're feeling like, do you, do you, do you shrink down? Do you sit back? Do you like, do you lean into people whenever you're people pleasing, like physically changing up how you're doing things can be massive, um, for that releasing. Um, and then later on in that week, the last thing I really have is the Mars. Oh, this is actually week four. I'm in week four now. Oh, okay. Here we are. Okay. Okay, cool. So then I have week four (laughs) for me is actually quite short. So, um, it was titled flow and then allow yourself to enjoy this flow time. The calm before the storm change, massive change is on the horizon. All of your daily practices that connect you to your intuition and wisdom are paying off savor the beauty and enjoy and prepare for the unexpected. You can't prepare beyond being willing to receive miracles. You are the miracle. Trust. Love the Akasha. I love that. And yes, that's very wise. (sighs) Just from both perspectives. I mean, you know, in general, because I'm kind of over, you know, I felt like, especially like coming into 21, 2021, it was kind of like, everybody needed a reprieve, but also like from the astrological perspective, it's kind of time to get real and say, you know, just, just normalcy is not going to hit until 2027, 2028. We're not hitting a, I mean, a whole entire new chapter is happening. And so, but again, when things are changing is that growth potential. Um, so again, we have Mars into Aries on the 24th. This is your big power, your energy movement, all of the things. Um, And you can either be fueled by pure motivation or by your rage. If you have a lot of anger, use this time to channel it into something productive. It is very (laughs) cathartic. (laughs) Um, Very purifying. And then May 29th, we have one of the best days to launch something in business um, in 2022. And if you don't have that freebie, I will also give it to Meg because it lists all the days that you can be launching on. And if you ever see me launching not on one of those days, it's because I'm using my own chart. So, because I got that question. (laughs) And on May 30th is the new moon in Gemini, which is basically we're taking all of this power packed energy, all of this 
this massive creation energy. And it's a wonderful time to really be starting something new, especially mindset mentally. You have to be able to be jumping in and trying new things. It's kind of like, um, I always think of the brain like the metro system. And it's kind of like if you've been riding the metro for a long time or you've been driving the same way to work for a long time, like you know it really well, right? No matter how many maps you look at, until you start driving slash riding the metro a different way, you're not going to know it. So whereas like this is kind of like the big hype up, this is the go energy, this is the focus, this is all things. This new moon starts the, all right, go rewire. Like it's time, <laughs> go drive the other way um, mm-hmm. and deal with the activations that come with it. And that wraps up May for the astrology. Wow. Look at us. We're like right on time. Nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I know because, you know, Casey Casey and I are friends. And so oftentimes this becomes just us like straight up sharing, of course, but then chatting away about all the things (laughs) Um, we we both have things that we need to other things today. Um, Yes. Okay. Wow. So that it's, it's, it's a beautiful month for action. It feels like, and like action in an embodied way, not the linear, I need to do this, to do this, to do this in order to someday down the line, receive this maybe. Yeah, no, that, that whole like paradigm, I think you're going to see collapse really fast. Hell yeah. Can I get it? Hell yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I have like not been operating from that paradigm for like years. And I often, and, and sometimes I get sucked into it and I'm like, Whoa, oh my God, this is so uncomfortable. It's wrong. This is incorrect. Cause we're so spiralic naturally, you know, we're so naturally spiralic. This linear patriarchal way of living is not harmonious. No, no, it is not. No, no it is not. No. no. So <laughs> yeah. Um, so I didn't have a theme that came through. Do you have a theme that you, you feel would be, um, spot on? No pressure. Um, be courageously yourself in action. It's Mm, sentence, not a theme, but, um, yeah, I'll make it something like that. Okay. (laughs) Yes. I love that. Authentic, courageous, and in action. And, you know, what Casey was saying earlier around, you know, when we were talking about trusting your intuition and then maybe taking an action and being like, oops, nope, that wasn't my intuition. That was somebody else's idea. Um, yeah, we are going to be doing a lot of that in devotion and devotion is open for enrollment now, which is this will be the last time you can work with me live until the fall. So if you are interested in doing anything like that with me, I'm not doing readings or anything. Um, wow. And you want to dive into a 12 month journey of magic and mystery. And most importantly, to fully embody all your goodies and what else? 
I know I've got so many slogans, but I can't think of them right now. Um, to shift from achieving to receiving <laughs> all the good things. I like that one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Having like a playground where you can just be, figure out who you are and actually come back into devotion of what matters to you. And a lot of times we don't have spaces that can keep us accountable and keep us on track as well as seeing us. And for me, I think that's what, what you've created with devotion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So it's going to be really special and there's lots of beautiful guest teachers and I'm so excited and, and honored to be guiding people for that long. You know, I know I often feel the C word comes up and it's like commitment. That's a long commitment. <laughs> and I'm like, yes, exactly. That's what we're working on. Cause the commitment piece is big. So, um, yeah, thank you so much, Casey. I love you so much. I love you as well. It was super fun. I'm so glad we were able to keep it on time, but that's our our spleen. Our good (laughs) timing. (laughs) We've got good timing. I know. (laughs) So good. Oh, all right, everybody. So make sure you grab those freebies below, especially, you know, the mercury retrograde one is going to be really, really helpful for you. And then if you want to learn more about devotion, the link for that is below as well. Thank you for being here, everybody. Enjoy your day. And it's like I always say, when wild women rise, we rise together.